0: So I'm going to just very quickly, so it's already 11.15 when you get time in the next 10 minutes, if I can do that, uh, and then we'll dismiss as I conclude for those who would like to go change uh, uh, for the water baptism, and then uh, well, we'll just have you come up over here or somewhere or something. And uh, We really worked hard on this. Thank you, Quinn, too, and helped out with this. Uh, got the heaters in this. It's about 75 degrees. Okay, clean water, a little beach sand in there, no problem, That's all good, and and so how we do this for the water baptism, we'll come down here, and uh, we'll just talk about your profession and confession of faith, and then those are going to be water baptized, you just kind of cross your hands and put your hand on your nose like this, and then we baptize you, so you scoot all the way up to this part you want to stay on your knees, fine, sometimes it's a little painful for some people, you can just sit there, and then we'll baptize you, and then you'll come up, and here's the thing I need to prep the church with now, now, when the Vikings score, and if it's like they're going to the Super Bowl, and this is the last play, okay, they're down to 15 seconds, the score is ti- come on now, it's tied, and, and the Vikings are in the Super Bowl, Unheard of, okay? And they're ready to score, and they do it! And the Minnesota Vikings win the Super Come on, can you feel that? They win the Super Bowl! <laughs> That's how I want you to shout when these people get baptized. Because this, this is a monumental time for their life. And the decisions they're making to follow the Lord, to let the old be gone and the new begin, Amen. And it's commanded by the Lord. So that's how I want you to respond. And so I'm just going to, I wrote some stuff down here, but t- today I want to talk to you very quickly about water baptism. Why be baptized? Why be baptized? And um, very simply, water baptism is an outward testimony of the inward change in a believer's life. That's what that is. It is commanded by the Lord. It is commanded by the Lord. It's an act of obedience after you are saved. And so we'll provide opportunity for that at the, end of the service to be born again. But but uh, those that I see there are signed up, uh, we've made a commitment to follow Christ, and you're just following through this. So it's one of two ordinances in Matthew 28 that Jesus talks about, uh, just for his ascension. The other one is communion, and we receive communion. And so water baptism is is part of that. So if no other reason. Uh, baptism has importance and we'll talk about this because Jesus commanded it but also Jesus did it now let me just say this it is important that any covenant is sealed with the presence of witnesses and salvation is no different Uh, I will say it like this. Christian baptism serves as the wedding band of the Christian faith. How many of you have been married? You got this wedding band? If you are married, you should be wearing your wedding band. Amen. Um, It's no different. And so baptism, it serves as that wedding band, that covenant we've made. It is an outward symbol of an internal commitment we've made before God in witnesses. How many remember your wedding day? I remember that day. And, and uh, I, I can remember it exactly when and where we were at, at, at the church here at, 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 at New Testament, and with Pete Rice and some of those, Mike Towers. And we're going back 30, 30 years ago, but I remember that. I remember the witnesses that were there. I remember, you know, what what took place. And and so uh, that's a covenant. It was something that was public that was done. How many follow me say Amen. So, uh, why should we be baptized? Why should we be baptized? Well, quickly, number one, Jesus is our example. Jesus is our example. And so we see we're following Jesus' example. Before Jesus started his public ministry, watch this, he went to Galilee, to the Jordan River, to be baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist. You knew Baptists were in the Bible somewhere, amen? The Baptist, and so John the Baptist. So in Matthew 3.16, as soon as he was baptized, the Bible says he went up out of the water, total immersion, You know, not the sprinkling thing, immersion. Came up, come up out of the water and he saw the spirit, he said, he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and and from heaven his voice says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now, I want you to think about this. If God's own son was baptized to show his commitment to his father and his father's mission on earth, shouldn't that be reason enough for us to follow suit? Amen? All right. So it was certainly more for more than two dozen other believers in the New Testament that were baptized after their commitment to follow Christ. So Paul wrote this letter to the Corinthians. He said in 1 Corinthians 11, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Amen? So it's not really a suggestion to be baptized if we feel like it or not. And, you know, you can Google things online and what do you think? Should we maybe, you know what? Jesus said, whoever believes in me is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And so it's not really a suggestion. God has commanding us to be baptized. And so, so believers who are serious about their faith, Amen. Amen. believers who are serious about their faith, not just casual, you know, casual Christian, you're serious about your faith. And actually, I really feel the Lord is drawing those that maybe have not been serious. And today is your day. Today is your day serious about their faith, whether you're an introvert or you're an extrovert, you're the life of the potty or you're not, you're maybe shy or bold, quiet, loud. You should all view baptism. It's an act of obedience, and that's what it is. Amen? So we see that. So Jesus is our example. The second point is it demonstrates change. It's change. What do I mean? Another reason to get baptized is to demonstrate the change that has occurred in our lives. How many of you know that if we truly are born again? What do you mean by that? We're saved. We're in right relationship with Christ. We've asked Christ in our life. We've spoken. We've confessed. We've asked him to, to change us, to live and reside within us. You know, we talked about this yesterday at the Freedom Group. Um, We're spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit is the thing that is saved eternally. This soul and this body is going to die and dissipate and be gone. But the spirit, man or woman, you, is going to live forever. That's what Christ comes in and dwells in. And and there's a teaching that's up here in Minnesota. It's a lot big in the upper Midwest. It's kind of like this. Hey, well, we're all God's people. You know, we're all God's children. And hope I may get in someday. Or, you know, the man upstairs. Listen, it's not just the man upstairs. He's God Almighty. And he wants a relationship with you. But you have a choice to do that you 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 have this, there's a conversion there's something you do you don't just sit idly and hope you make it in you receive him you ask you invite him in your life and say lord be lord of my life amen. see that's what constitutes salvation amen so it demonstrates that change. Um, in baptism, we show that we've been saved from death and doomed by the resurrection of Christ. And this is not because our bodies are washed and cleaned by the water, but because being baptized, we are watching turning to God and asking him to cleanse our hearts from sin. Spirit, soul, and body. Going back to that, our spirit is saved when we're born again, but our soul. And our body needs to be redeemed. It's, the word, it's a real churchy word. You ready? Here's a real churchy word. Sanctification. Can you say that? Come on now. Some of you know that. Sancti-who? Sanctification. You know what that means? That is a gradual, say this with me, say gradual, gradual. Process. process. Like I shared this yesterday, there's some people that, you know, they've smoked their whole life and they want to be set free from smoking. They're addicted with smoking. And they get saved, they're free. God did that as a supernatural work, set them free. There's others, they have to work that out. But that gradual process, that eventually works out. See, here's the thing, if you truly, watch this, grab a hold of this, if you truly are born again, you truly are saved, there will be change in your life. You may be like a turtle, or you may be like a rabbit. I don't know. But a turtle or a rabbit, you know, we know the story about that, right? You know? The rabbit takes off, sometimes it runs, and then it's all petered out. But the turtle just keeps going steady. You just keep going steady. God is working. He is changing you. He's delivering you. He is setting you free. Can you say amen? So, um, been transformed. We're transformed. 1 Peter 3.21 talks about. So if our hearts really have been transformed, then our actions will reveal that change over time. Amen. But there's no better way to announce that change immediately than to let others see and take this symbolic action of faith and obedience. Back in uh, 1988, I had the opportunity to go to Israel, the 40th year of them being a nation, 1948, for the Feast of Pentecost. And there was an opportunity for the team, uh, Bible school students, that could go be baptized in the Jordan. And i was like, right on. I'm going to do that. Well, I show up at the Jordan River. It's a nasty river. (laughs) It's dirty. And then I remembered the story in the Old Testament about Naaman the leper. Come on now, and, and, and so he goes. You know, some little maiden. Remember the story? And says, uh, you know, he's got leprosy. And the maid goes, "Hey, there's a prophet in Israel. You, you, perhaps maybe if you go, you get healed." And then Naaman's like, he's got leprosy. He's he, but he's a commander in the army, in the Syrian army. And and so he, on well, the voice of a maid, he goes. He goes to the prophet's house. Just, I kind of just love this. Prophet don't even come to the door. <laughs> Here's a co- commander. It'd be like a four star general showing up at your house. And all he does is shout from his couch with his dips and cheese. He's watching the Vikings, you know, like, yeah, tell him to go baptize, get baptized in the Jordan. Tell him to go dip seven times in the Jordan. He's furious. Why? Because he knew the Jordan River was a dirty river. And what? As a general, hear me, he had to humble himself. He had his right You know what? This tank is a tank of humility, but this is a tank of miracles. Miracles. And see, finally, when he argued and he ran and he raged and he's ticked off and you know the servants go well. If he asked you to do a hard thing, would you have done it? Yeah, all right, suppose. And not even with a right attitude. Come on now, just a just a nasty attitude. He goes in there, dips down one time, nothing. Dips down, full of leprosy, skin is white, He's banned. But even a general, the seventh time he comes up, his skin is pure. He's healed. And, and, and I mean, you know, that man was excited. <laughs> His whole life was changed after that. And so what is that, what is that saying? That obedience brings the blessing of God when we respond to it. Amen? And so, so yes, uh, what, a, what a time we had there in Israel. And we, we were baptized, and, and it was very powerful. So <clears throat> and then very quickly, we're going to end with this here, a personal commitment. Personal commitment. What do you mean by that? Baptism is a public declaration of the personal commitment we have made. It's a natural, logical outcome of our decisions to trust Jesus Christ. That's what it is. Now you might be tempted to think that baptism is optional, as I said before. I've heard people say, Well, my faith is private, Pastor. You know, it's it's private. And I don't need to do the baptism thing. Okay. All right. So where does that say that in the Bible? It doesn't. (laughs) Every baptism's public. I mean the Ethiopian, you know, the general is there. He's riding along and the disciple jumps up. Philip starts preaching to him and the next thing you know they stop the chariot and the first thing he says, Where can I be baptized? It's always a public show. You know, this in America is not so really big. That's why we got But when you go to India, where there's Hinduism. Or Sri Lanka, we've gone there many nations of, the, times of that nation, in Sri Lanka. You know, there's Hinduism, there's Buddhism, Is even Islam. When you make a public declaration like that, it's life and death. Just going into the waters, you're declaring, Christ is my Lord. Amen? So, a personal commitment, a personal commitment so a lot of times it's those are excuses. Maybe there's fear. Maybe there's that pride that needs to be, you know, uh, you need to be humbled at. Maybe there's embarrassment. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. Your faith is not a private faith. It's a public faith. Amen. Amen? Now, it doesn't mean you jump on some bench somewhere with a blow horn, start shouting. No, we're not talking about that. But you know what? You, when you, the declaration of baptism is something that is public. Amen? So we all should be willing should be willing to let her see the choice we have made and its impact on the rest of our life. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right, so we want to dismiss those who be baptized if you want to change. You don't have to. you just be wet, that's all. (laughs) But you'll be awesome, you'll be awesome. Um, And so in conclusion, I want the worship team to come forward and and they're going to sing a song here of worship, but I'm I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to tell a story and it's a true story and it's about this song. Uh, and I've heard this years ago. I've shared it before. But how many of you have heard this song, I've decided to follow Jesus? It's a powerful song. And as I thought about that, there's a history behind this song. It's an old gospel song. It's rich in the bold declaration of faith. I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Though none go with me, still I will follow. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. The world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back, no turning back. And we've seen that and we've heard it in Billy Graham uh, uh, Crusades and, and this, this song about uh, following the Lord. Apparently, this song was written after the death of a newly converted Christian man in India. The lyrics are based on the last words of a man in Gero Assam, a region of India, the northern part. So this man and his immediate family, they renounced his Hinduism along with all the primitive beliefs and and all of of the local tribe. So when the tribal chief heard of this, he was furious. They had a lot of power, those tribal chiefs. So he had that man's family brought before the whole community, the whole tribe. And then he ordered him to renounce his faith in Christ or all of them face execution. Imagine that. And so the man replied, his first words are out of his mouth. He said, I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. The angry chief then took the man's two children and actually history says he shot them with arrows. I want you to think about your children. Here's this man standing here before this whole village. Standing up, received Christ, was water baptized, was born again, and now he's brought on trial. His kids—I mean, I just can't even imagine. And so, while they're dying, still this man he wouldn't deny his faith. Then he says, "If you—if you don't recant right now, your wife's next." His words were, "Though no one joins me." still I will follow. Stay executed, his wife right there on the spot. Finally, as he himself was ready to be put to death, the man proclaimed, the cross before me and the world behind me. He was killed. And so the chief who ordered these killings, he was so moved to that moment. What had just happened? He was moved by the face of this man and he wondered, he said this, why should this man and his wife in this children die for a man who lived far away in a land that some continent 2,000 years ago I don't I don't understand it he said then there must be there must be some remarkable power behind this man's faith there must be something authentic and real that this is really God almighty and I want to taste I want I want that faith. and he's saying all this stuff publicly in the tribe is just listening to it So in a spontaneous confession of faith, he declared, I too belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. And he made a confession and the whole tribe fell on their knees and they began to cry out. And the whole tribe was saved. Amazing miracle on the blood of the saints. Stand with me if you would, please. Hallelujah. Friends, most of us will never, ever face that type of persecution for following Jesus. We may get a bad email. We may get somebody that unlikes us on Facebook. Come on now. Or we may get somebody to say something. Oh, uh, religious fanatic, and that's about it. That's about it. But here's the thing: we will never face. I believe that type of persecution. But some of us are very reluctant to let others know about our faith through this specific act of water baptism. Hmm. You need to remember what Jesus said. If you acknowledge me before men, I'll acknowledge you. Our faith is a public faith. Why would we not want to share the most meaningful relationship with everyone around us as we, as we would as an engagement, just as we would as a baby announcement, just as we would as a marriage, birth of a child. Why would we not? With every head bowed here this morning. The Bible says that we are to repent and believe the good news. Jesus is here. The magnetic presence of God is here today. Some of you walked in here today, maybe you're coming and standing with and on behalf of someone that's very honorable. But you're not right with God. With nobody looking around, you're here this morning. and you say, Pastor, I, I really haven't decided to follow Jesus. I really have been turning back. And uh, I haven't followed him, but, but I want to change that today. Today is a beautiful day. Today is a beautiful day of invitation. Today is a day for you to be made right and whole with Jesus. Today is a day for you to surrender afresh and anew. So you may have walked an aisle or prayed a prayer years ago, but there's absolutely no change. My brothers and sisters, Jesus is here today. He is here to save you authentically. If you surrender your life to him, it's an act of your will, but it's an act of grace of God to save you. You're here and you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus. I'd like us to pray corporately. You're not joining this church, but you are joining the family of God. We're going to have these baptisms in a minute and God's going to show up mightily. But this is one of the most important things is this first step of faith. He said, Pastor, I've sinned so much. If you only knew what I've been doing, God is disgusted with me. No, He's not. There's no sin. He took all of those sins and He put them on the cross and He bore every single one of them. To a point where the Bible said his body was disfigured and marred. They didn't even know his countenance. He bore your sin, bore the perversion. He bore it all. Now, your job and your response to is to receive that. Pastor, I want that. Let's pray together. Say me. Say, Jesus, forgive me. Cleanse me. Come into my life. Thank you for saving me. Jesus, today I give you my life jesus i make a decision to follow you jesus no turning back no turning back i will follow you the rest of my life thank you for saving me in jesus name go ahead let's just worship here for a moment
1: So Turning
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining us today in the ministry of God's Word. My prayer today is that you'll experience a new revelation of who Christ is in you. Feel free to make as many copies of this message as you like. For more information about Church for the Harvest scheduled ministry times in meeting place, please visit us at churchfortheharvest.com or contact the church office at 320-759-1400. At Church for the Harvest, you belong.